Okay, so welcome back. And we are going to continue with text number 72. Okay. If you wish not to incur guilt when men praise you, first welcome reproof for your sins. Well, really, praise of other people can cause damage to us. And uh, really big damage. <coughs> and it is so addictive that if uh, they are praising you and then they stop, you feel horrible. But with this praise feeds all kinds of passions in us and this this is uh, dangerous for our, our soul. And it says that if we don't want to uh, accept or to be open for this damage, we should start to allow this rebuking reproof from, from the others. And um, this is difficult because if we are not receiving this with this easiness as praises. And and because of that this text leads us to practice something what is not easy. What is not easy. And uh, to be open to accept this criticism, maybe good criticism from the others. Uh, it's very difficult to accept this and to be open to this. So, if you remember from previous meetings, uh, Ignatius, Ignatius Branchino, he tells us that we should start uh, with self-accusation at first. If we practice this self-accusation, then we become like open to criticism or this rebuke from others, good rebuke from others, and we receive that as a blessing which we should accept this self-accusation that we were talking about, if you remember, it is not something that I am putting artificially myself down, that I have this negative view of myself. Just opposite. The self-accusation comes when I uncover truth about myself, when I am able to see and to name my own passions, my own weaknesses, my uh, faults. And it's not only acknowledgement of these weaknesses in a real way, but that I am going in front of God and I accuse myself without uh, excuses, without uh, making it easier or smaller when I accuse myself in front of God from those things. It seems that it is easy, but it is not. Because it requires humility of our heart to do this, even if we do it in front only in front of God. It is, it is very, very difficult. But once we learn how to accuse ourselves in front of God, and, and we do it, then this rebuke or criticism from the others uh, will be able to accept um, in a good way, with understanding. and. Actually, we would, we would say, this person is too kind to me because I am worse. I deserve more criticism. 
I'm, I deserve harshness, bigger harshness. And he says that this, this kind, this exercise causes that it will protect us from the damage which comes from praises. That we, are, we will be protected from this, from this fruit of praises which is many times pride, vainglory. And which leads to this addiction to search for acknowledgement, for glory from the others. And uh, it seems like tough now our world, something like which goes against like our nature. But <coughs> the truth is that when we start to do this, after a while, uh, we will be almost joyful when we. Uh, are criticized for something what is true, what serves for our correction, because we know that this is something what helps us uh, to grow. And I would like to remind you what uh, another like good fruit from that Ranchino was talking about. It is that through this we are gaining something what, what otherwise we would not easily get. And he tells us this through this example of this criminal who was crucified with Christ. And I know that probably you all already heard that and this explanation, but I, I'm going to repeat again. When this criminal good thief, as we call him, when he rebuked his friend who was blaspheming, he told something that we deserve what we are getting. It was his self-accusation, admitting that we deserved it. And uh, suddenly, after these words, he turns to Christ and he asks him to receive him to his kingdom. And, uh, well, we take it, when we read Gospel, we take it sometimes like, okay, this happened. But if you stay there, it's it's miracle there. Suddenly, after this self-accusation, he was able to recognize in this crucified man next to him, God. God who can open heaven for him. For sure, maybe this knowledge he probably he would not articulate with words what he but what he meant by that but in on this level of news at the level of mind he knew that and it was knowledge which was not given to him through work of his intellect it was knowledge which came from above and uh, similarly when we do the self-accusation, similar miracle happens. Uh, like bigger spiritual clarity comes to us. We start to see things with uh, clearly in truth and to depth, more depth. The, the God answers to this our self-accusation or when we receive this rebuke from others uh, with humility, God offers immediately some kind of reward for our souls. And this reward is this bigger clarity in spiritual things. So it is good for us, very very good for us to practice that. Okay. I have a question. Sure. Um, in for us to give someone a compliment, is it okay to give them a compliment if they truly, if we feel truly they deserve it, or by us giving them that compliment, will that hinder them? This is a very good question, and uh, and. Uh,
I would say that we should be not so generous in giving compliments. Okay. Uh, well, uh, I realize uh, I was thinking about that uh, uh, last week. You know, when Mira was here with kids and Sarah, and uh, it was like it's like something achievement was. We always good job, good job, Emilia, good job, Miran, and it came from each side. And what, what is sure, it's it's important to encourage. But you know, then I thought about that. That maybe uh, I thought about that. Well, I when I was a child, I don't remember that I was like encouraged so much. You know, it was not so common. Even like, uh, I think Mira was raised a little bit in tougher way. But well, I don't take me wrong, you know that. But if we, if we, uh, something about this should be natural and correct. Uh, like to give compliments for that. Okay. You know, it is something what is. You put things to the trash. You know, it should be your duty. You know, <laughs> I, I well, I'm, I'm using this as an example that many times we go too far. Less is more, I think, and and uh, because we never know what is going on to solve the others, and sometimes our encouragement, uh, our dispraise, can just add fuel on fire of pride or vainglory. So I think we should do it in the right time and in correct measure. But well don't ask me for detailed <laughs> <laughs> recipe because I don't know. I <laughs> because I'm guilty of that because I say this many times these encouragements. And Gina I was just going to say, and I kind of answered the question, but I was going to ask, like, in the context of marriage and family life, like, how you could, how, and if it would be healthy to give compliments and encouragement, like, to children, especially, um, just, I, and I guess it all just depends contextually. I think we are very spoiled, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because... Look, like in family, like in marriage life and family life, everybody knows uh, on position and duties. Mm-hmm. So if something what should be natural, normal, and part of like, or more like this rule, this life of that you do something, so to expect praise, what you were supposed to do, it's, I think it's not appropriate. You know? Well, Father, if I could comment, I always laugh because uh, we had neighbors on our block where my one friend, um, you know, it was just him and his sister, they had a very small family. And so, and, and he, maybe this worked for them, but he wasn't the best student. So his one report card, he got like a dollar for every A, he got 50 cents for every B. And then my parents, they, you know, I got all A's but one B, and they said, well, that's really good, but let's see if we can get that B mm-hmm. up to an A. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember thinking, boy, if I was, well, I'd have had five dollars, you know. <laughs> so, but I think that in retrospect, my parents, you know, I think parents have to give positive reinforcement, but I, d- I don't think it was ever excessive to where it would give you arrogance and, and hurt your spiritual spirituality. Yeah, it's, it should be something what is like, uh, for sure if there is, uh, especially in raising of children, if there is something what is special, uh, we should point at this, you know, this is a good thing you've done, but I, I think that less is better, you know, and uh, and 
it should be really understood that you should not get praises if you do just what you are supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You know, what is your duty and responsibility? So, I think that these praises should be reserved for extraordinary things and bigger sacrifices you do. And with that, uh, there was like, if you read the book, My Elder Joseph, I think it was there, or Joseph Hesychast, and there was, uh, there, are, there are like memories of his uh, disciple, disciple uh, of this Abba Ephraim, and who came to America and he founded these 17 monasteries. And the most famous in the famous is in Arizona. He died. He died three years ago. I'm laughing because we watched the funeral online. And I have to tell you this. Well, sorry about that. And so they carried casket to the chapel, you know, and there was like open floor, and you could see that crypt which was down. So they lowered the casket down, and there were like two monks who took the casket and carried it in place. And meanwhile, they started to cover the floor with with these blocks. And I told Marzoka that, well, this is like old monastic habit. If an elder dies, so two young monks are buried with him. <laughs> <laughs> and for us, she believed me. <laughs> well. She built me for a moment that, well, hmm, okay, very interesting habits <laughs> of monks. <laughs> but anyway, but when he was, there is like, the, he, in this book there are these memoirs of this uh, elder Ephraim, and uh, one of these memoirs, in the, one of these memoirs he said that his elder Joseph had never good word for him. He was always saying, you lazy, unworthy, and he was using all these kind of words and said, get out of my eyes, you know, because you're not, you're not obedient. And he said, we all, he always tried his best to please his Abba, father. But then he learned after death of this Abba, that always when he left this this Joseph burst to tears and he was blessing him how he was living and he was telling others that this is the most beloved disciples of his. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 this is true that because he this was a really good uh, elder and and holy then and he went through this, this, this his master, spiritual father, he treated him so badly because he didn't want to, uh, he wanted to probably uproot all these roots of each passion in him. Probably he needed that. But, but the other, but the, not in his presence, he was praising him, blessing him, praying for him. So, well, I don't say that we should do this to our children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't think it's, it's different environment and everything, but uh, there is something, something in this. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Joanne. But wouldn't he be causing him to sin by thinking badly towards the... the uh, Towards his spiritual father? To the spiritual father, right. No, 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 because this was amazing because this Ephraim was his disciple and look, what he re- he really meant that he deserved that. This disciple, this Ephraim, he thought, he he, I deserve this treatment because this is true, mm. you know. And so he was in this kind of obedience to his 
a spiritual father, you know, that that he even thought, well, and I didn't please my spiritual father with my acting, so he, and he tried hard to do opposite or better next time. You know, that this is amazing, and this, his obedience caused that really, he became holy soul. Because he really he uprooted everything, and it is interesting that if you if you read these stories from these desert fathers, you can find a lot of these examples that, because well, let's we they are very realistic. They don't cover reality. They don't say that everything was okay. They really describe faults and uh, weaknesses and they name problems which were there and many times you have you have a lot of stories when you hear that this elder is bad monk with bad manners and he treated without reason his disciple of disciples badly and how those disciples many times reach holiness just because enduring that. You know, during, and they took it that, okay, this is God's will, and so it means that God, through this activity of my elder, of my spiritual father, God, maybe I should be very nasty sometimes, you know. Maybe it would help. <laughs> So, so well, look what what Theophanes recluse, and I really this word what would hit me was the will of parent is the law for child, as we are supposed to be in obedience, total obedience to God, our children should be in total obedience to us. And another thing, what he says is that if you see first sprout of of passion in life of your children, without mercy, you have to uproot that, pull it out. So it means that you are not uh, like going around, you know, with some kind of easiness around children. It's it's a. Uh, this is something what. What uh, is I I think plague, in uh, present time. That uh, 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 we don't demand from children some kind of act, you know, some kind of discipline. And many times we let them to grow as they wish. We respect them. We, by your example, too, though, because No, no example. My, my no. kids tell me now when they're all grown up, they have their own kids. We were not allowed to do that, and I never remember telling them that they couldn't. Well, look, you cannot, like, in a... Uh, uh, you cannot, many times... Until child will not receive this ability to abstract thinking, you cannot you cannot uh, expect that the child would understand what is right, what is not right. So it is like this maybe strict voice or some kind of punishment to learn them that some aspects are not good. You know, it's it, uh, it's up to parents to find the best approach. You know, but uh, but uh, uh, you have to be aware that that uh, to give up 
and not to uh, not to uh, say no to some kind of bad behavior it's not it's not good it's you lost that as a parent yeah. and uh, look like uh, again like this in the, in the uh, when they this life story the book about the life of uh, Elder Klopa who is spiritual father they call him spiritual father of Romania it's written that children morning father didn't allow them to eat breakfast until they prayed one hour and they there was no negotiation they, they even didn't try you know and you said it's cruel but look one brother died a monk in really in fame of holiness the second one Klopa is going to be canonized it formed them to very fine people you know so and and uh, now we have uh, uh, well difficulties some parents they have dif difficulties with their children because um, if they didn't apply this strictness, so they allowed all these passions to grow in them, maybe in small measure, but were becoming older and older, these passions just grow. And then, then the poor child is then a teenager and enters to adult life, and suddenly the person has to fight with many these passions we are firmly in his or her heart and 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 poor people you know there are poor people because they they start to recognize what is right what is correct and suddenly they they feel that they don't know how to live you know there are like it is like a really wild a river which takes them to places they know they are not right and are correct but they have no power to stop that because they were not trained to do this you know not only that they were let with their passions you know and let these passions grow but they didn't get this exercise that skills how to fight and then you have really there are so many young people who come and you can see that they want change. They, they know that, well, this is right, but they have no strength and power and ability to change the course. And, and it, is, it is really difficult, you know, that, and, and they come and I realize, okay, I cannot help you. I cannot help, I can encourage you, everything, but you don't have these skills. It is like, sometimes if I compare this, that if somebody spends like uh, on, in coma, like two, three years, and there is atrophy in his her muscles, in body, and he comes back from coma, and you tell him, go and run marathon. You cannot do this. And sometimes to bring this change, it means to run marathon. It's not, there's no magical formula that to change life. But they are scared because they are not able to make this. You know, and, and this is this is real. This is what many young people suffer with that in various forms, you know, and 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 uh the, the worst part is that they know that they are in the polite place. They know that. They know that they won't change, they want different life. But they don't have any strength to do this. 
and I, they they expect fast help, quickly help, quickly solution. And usually, I tell them, look, if you want change, you have to start to build something what you were supposed to learn when you were a small boy or girl. You, you didn't learn it that time, now you have to relearn this, so you have to have a little bit patience. You know? And it is not only about how to fight with passions, the, and, but with that disconnected, you know that if I talk, because many they are coming, not from our parish, you know, young people, I don't know uh, who spreads or gives suggestions, to others, you know, to that come here. No, I, I blame some of you. <laughs> but well, they come and they expect like really fast help. But and and you see, and yeah, I can see this good intention for change, the desire, desire for change. And I say, well, good. This is great. But you have to start to learn alphabet of spiritual life. You know, if you ask and suddenly you learn that there is no, no habit of daily prayer, there is no habit of like regular confession, there is no real understanding what does it mean sin. There is not really practices any ascesis, you know. So, for sure, you don't have anything to build on, so you have to start from, like, fundaments. And, look, those are things, these, these, those things which are neglected in raising of children, it's always connected with the spiritual things, with spiritual formation. Because if you care about spiritual formation, so then it is connected. You then, for sure, you don't uh, allow children to enter to bad behavior, which goes against gospel. You teach a child all these good tools, and there are spiritual tools which can help. If you neglect everything that, so then sooner or later that, that child will go to problems. How we, how we got here <laughs> from self-accusation? What? <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Let's seventy-three. Each time someone accepts humiliation for the sake of Christ's truth, he will be glorified a hundredfold by other men. But it is better always to do good for the sake of blessings in the life to come. Okay, so again, like this, this collection of sayings of Saint Mark has a um, title um, about the spiritual law. What well, is great, and I, I really became a huge fan of this for searching to collect these spiritual laws because. There is a summary of some kind of experience. These people, holy people, saints, they they gain through living gospel. And he says, well, if we receive some kind of harshness because of Christ's truth, we will be glorified and praised by other people. And and this is this is true. That. Uh, we might be suffering because of some kind of faithfulness to gospel. And um, at the time, well, we can feel bad, we can uh, be feel like that we are humbled. And But then God will always give 
satisfaction to us. Something comes after years. Something comes not immediately. We cannot say that, okay, if I today, if I accept some of suffering because of gospel and the truth, it will be foolish to sit and to wait, okay, now the spiritual law is fulfilling and and I am waiting for this praise which comes from whatever direction, you know. Mm-hmm. It's not this way. It always comes in, in a in a correct time which is given by God and which serves not for our pride, just for some kind of confirmation that God sees everything get, and God cares. And this is this is amazing. How does it work? But well, you have to be patient. Be patient. But but well, he uh, adds something to this that even this spiritual law we can see in our life and experience that we should not stick to this. We should not expect. It's always better to do those things because of future reward in uh, future life. And actually this is something what we we need to think about and again I'm going to remind this serving sorrow. It tells us with some kind of like cold mind of businessman. He says that you should every day do the balance of good and bad things and to take care make good things prevail and remember those are this is investment to heavenly bank and when you come there you will go get all this huge like interest from what you put there and the things they say is that we should think this way. We should be uh, eager to search for these rewards, which for he- heavenly rewards. To do things to together to be almost greedy, you know, in searching and doing things, which can bring us blessing for heaven. And it, it is sometimes. It is strange for us because it seems that well, it's, it is connected with some kind of pride or whatever, but it's really not. Because if we are preparing uh, our future, our eternal life, for our eternal life here on earth, so it, for sure it is good act, wise acting to, to want that, to gather these rewards for heaven and to keep them for heaven than for here. And uh, it's, it's good to think about that. And then, then uh, because now if you say, well, uh, if we say, I don't know, how, I, I, I don't think you, here is the phrase, but in Slovakia we have uh, uh, this phrase that if somebody did something good to you and doesn't want money for that, you know. So may God rewards you. It was like saying. And they call it like a Vatican money. You know, that may God <laughs> rewards you that that church pays with this money, <laughs> you know. There there is like a joke about that. But but there is a truth there in this, you know that if you do something you don't accept and somebody tells you that actually it was a good wish you know may God give you this reward is just in heaven and it is it is real and and 
we need to like have eyes open and to think like in the term of these spiritual laws, even this one that and remember that and we start we if we start to remember that and somehow think about th situations which are in a life uh, which are in, in life which were maybe tough and how they turn out so we can find fulfillment of this uh, law in, in our lives or lives of the others. You know, it's, it's really, God is faithful in this. All right, so let's go. Okay. There's no questions. 74. When one man helps another by word or deed, let them both recognize in this the grace of God. He who does not understand this will come under the power of him who does. Okay, so this is a little bit tough. Uh, this text uh, invites us to recognize that in each or acknowledge that in each good deed, good thing, there is this activity of God's grace. Uh, Saint Tichon of Zadon, he says that without God's grace, uh, man lives only according body, on this level, bodily levels, worldly levels, and we can compare him to a boat who is on the river and the stream takes him to that direction where the river flows. Current. Current, yeah, yes. So it means that he uses this image because it's very it was used at the time among Russians about this river. It was very often, and they compare our spiritual life to, to, to what is this? Rowing, yeah, against the current, mm -hmm. up, and they said this is a picture of spiritual life. If you stop, you go back. You come down. So they, they allow to use this image to describe that how important is some kind of our attentiveness to spiritual things and, and some kind of work. If you stop to work, if you, stop, if you are not tired, I don't know who of them, this Russian citizen said, if you are not tired evening, because you try to live like a gospel, so then you wasted your day. You know, that, that it, we have to feel that somehow, that we worked. Uh, so it is very far from this, uh, some kind of understanding of some people in the world that they uh, see, like if they talk about spiritual life, they talk about this easy mood, pleasant mood, you know, like nice music or candle relaxing, you know, that this is not spiritual life. Mm -hmm. It's about emotion, but spiritual life is hard, painful, and you have to work hard. So, and so, but back to uh, St. Mark, if we use this picture of this boat, so uh, we have to uh, leave what they, these Russian saints how they use that, but we have to have at this image that if you want to go against this current, we need uh, this pedal. What is oars. this? Yeah. Oars. Yes, rowing. Or what was this? Yeah, oars. Well, or we need uh, uh, what catches wind. A sail. sail. Yes. 
So both those are God's grace, cooperation with God's grace. Yes, we add our activity, but these those tools, this grace, we cooperate with grace and we are moving towards um, uh, against the current. So we need this God's grace without that, even we wish to go there, we don't that, so we cannot move. Does it make sense? It's very difficult explanation. So, okay, with the, uh, the gospel a few weeks ago with the Good Samaritan, so he helped the man who had been robbed. So they should both, according to Mark, recognize that really the Samaritan helping that man was really the grace of God. Yeah. So e even though, yes, the man will wake up and say, oh, I should appreciate the, the Samaritan. Yeah. Really, he should he should recognize that this he was yeah. through the grace of God was able sure. to help him. Sure, sure, so But well, as a Mark says, yeah. that if he would not understand, he would be led by that one who understands. So uh, it means that. But that, but they, but that may not be bad if, if they're in no, no, and it's, recognize that hey, it's the grace of God. Then, then he's saying that they'll have, uh, they'll come under the power of those who recognize. Yes, exactly, bad, right? exactly. Okay. They should both recognize it, but if not, so that one who recognizes and gives, understands this, that it is cooperation with grace, becomes some kind of leader. He pulls to, to good direction those who didn't come to this understanding. And, and if they can come to understanding, then they can, yeah. do, they can do one of the... And this is, this is what Joanne was uh, saying about good example to children. You know, and so it is the same thing. If I understand that cooperation with grace and this uh, work on my salvation, salvation of my soul, um, uh, moves me somewhere and result of that is good example, good words, good acts. And even children don't understand that it is cooperation with grace, they are led by this example. Does it make sense? <coughs> I hope that it fits to this text. And, and this is actually uh, something what, what, if Mark says this, he, it comes from practical life. Because many times those monks were really these fathers or mothers who were like these lighthouses for people in the world. They came to them and uh, they follow. They these monks and nuns became like inspiration for them, and even they didn't understand full maybe in fullness this depth of that spiritual life. They were led by them and hopefully they came to holiness too good thank you it was good good sample christian has a question christian? when i heard it i immediately thought of the um, the nightly prayers from the publican book it talks of the daily examination of conscience the recommendation from saint basil um, he lists these points um, and then one of them, the third one down, if you have done any good, do not ascribe it to yourself, but to God who gives every good thing, and thank him. Pray that he may strengthen you in this good and enable you to do other good things. That just yeah, that's very... Yes, very yes you're right. Seven, yeah. right I'm just finally because somebody's paying very good attention. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hold my voice. It's so cute. <laughs> I like that. Okay, so, uh, well, anyway, one practice we can, what we can do is, uh, we, I think that I hear that there were often a thanks God for that. 
you know, it's people use that correctly. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's common, and may and you know, it might be uh, good to continue in this, but somehow refresh the meaning of this side. Don't be said so often that to give this true meaning to this, not to say this a phrase, but really, I would say when we say this, we should say this some kind in awe, in soul, in heart, that, that we really acknowledging this power and activity of grace in this act which happened, did which happened, a situation which happened, which force us to say thanks to God. That to refresh, somehow renew way how we say this. Or we might say it more often if we pay attention to activity of grace in our lives. And uh, uh, it's not only um, important to acknowledge this activity of grace, but it is connected with another spiritual law of this activity. If we give thanks for God's grace, we somehow open heart. So, as Saint Isaac Serena reminds us, that then who is thankful, so then giver of gifts replies with multiplying of gifts. So it means that each this act attracts or pleases God in this way that he multiplies those gifts, grace, which cause us to give thanks. So it is like something what we should know, remember, and we should abuse as much as possible, you know, if we know that God answers to our gratitude with multiplying gifts, why not bother him to thank him all day? You know, this is abuse which is allowed and is pleasing God. If not, I am in big trouble. (laughs) 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 Because I am reminding so much that maybe then I will be punished for that. <laughs> no, I hope no, 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 God is merciful and good. All right, so let's stop here. We didn't move too far, but I, no surprise, correct? <laughs> <laughs> but thank you very much.